the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Christy Stratton, accredited divorce coach. So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Everybody's been down, hit the bottom, hit the ground. Ooh, you're not alone. Just take a breath, don't forget, hang on to his promises. He wants you. Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is here to be your go-to educational and informational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. Her guests will bring you important insights and information, helping you make better decisions through this process, inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family, and give you hope. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton starts now. And here's your host, Christy Stratton. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm Christy Stratton, and friends, I'm very glad that you are here with us today. If this is the first time you are joining us, a very, very special welcome to you. And if you are back with us again this week, welcome to you, too. And thank you all so much for listening. This show is for those considering divorce in the midst of it, those coming out of it, and also for friends and family of those divorcing, because it can be an overwhelming life event for absolutely everyone involved. We're not here to coach you to get a divorce or give you legal advice on this show, but we are here to walk the path with you wherever that may lead. And we bring you specialists who can help you make better decisions during this time, provide you information and resources, give you ideas about how to be your best self in a time that can bring out your worst and give you hope. So resiliency, it tends to be a hot topic in the coaching world, and this is the Divorce Coaching Hour, so we're talking coaching. You may have noticed that from time to time, certain topics take on a certain popularity. Resiliency is one that has grown in popularity, and in my opinion, it needs not be popular or unpopular, but rather something that is a consistent topic in our discussions and in our thinking, and not only for those touched by divorce. Last week, we talked about resiliency as it relates to divorce and real estate. And we said resiliency is like a springing back of sorts. As a reminder, the formal definition of resiliency is this. It's the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties or toughness. It's also the ability of a substance or an object to spring back uh, from where it was, elasticity, so to speak. Today, we'll be talking about this springing back of sorts, this resiliency, and specifically as it relates to finances in divorce. As you may know, a big part of divorce involves finances. And what do I mean by that? Divorce is the dissolution of a marriage. Some people call marriage the tying of the knot. 
In the case of divorce, it's the undying of the knot. <laughs> and untying involves untying the property division or the property within it. So dividing the property like real estate, uh, personal property, cash savings, stocks, bonds, savings plans, retirement benefits, alimony or spousal support, depending on the state that you're in, attorney's fees, as well as child and custody custody and support and child visitation. So here the financial part in that, it's kind of most of it. And folks, this aspect of divorce is what's frequently the most contentious. And that contest, that conflict between uh, the parties involved can leave, leave both parties, each party or one party, without much left pertaining to finances. And that would make the springing back that we're talking about to the lifestyle they were used to when married quite a challenge. So today we want to provide you information that you, uh, so that you are educated about the process and also help you with your thinking about this financial untying so that you make better decisions and ultimately so that you don't have to, yes, spring back so far from divorce. We also want to help you establish a new financial plan so that that spring back effect isn't the norm for you going forward. And to do so, we are joined by a financial coach who works with people as they navigate this untying of the financial knot amid divorce. Today, we are joined by Hirsch Sermon. Hirsch is a frequent guest with us and also one of our valued sponsor partners. He is the founder of Lifecycle Financial, which, folks, is a simply wonderful resource for you. And you will hear why in this show. So let's get the discussion started, shall we? Hirsch, welcome back. Hi, Christy. I am thrilled to join you again. Thanks so much for having me on. Well, it's always lovely to talk to you. I know that we have a lively discussion about this, uh, just this little thing, not so little, right, as we just talked about (laughs) (laughs) finances and divorce. And I know you are so well versed in it, but I love what you do um, as you Bring yourself and your past experience, having gone through divorce yourself, your background, your experience in the financial world to really bringing your, and as your website says, your heart to uh, this process, working with people. And uh, as the listeners may know, if they've been listening in for a while, they know that I've been working with you as well uh, on my own personal finances, because guess what? Those finances, if you don't deal with them well, when you're in the middle of divorce, it can still kind of haunt you years later. And so uh, I wanted kind of firsthand knowledge of how you work so I could share that with my clients and the listeners, but also at the same time, um, uh, certainly improve some things in my financial world. And we want the same thing for the listeners. So again, thank you for being here. Uh, so glad that uh, you could make the time to be here, even though we're across airwaves, right? Because you're in Chicago. Right. <laughs> so love technology. So here's where I want to start. And I always think about listeners uh, who may just be catching the show for the first time. And in fact, the show is now going to be airing for the balance of the year, two different times in the weekend um, on Saturdays, not only from one to two on Saturdays, unless we're bumped by football uh, and 11 PM at night on Saturdays. So people get to hear it twice and we might be catching a new audience. 
And so with that said, we want to just kind of give them a top-level look, a top-level overview of finances in divorce and what we need to be looking out for. Can you help us with that, Hirsch? Absolutely. And, you know, that's a great place to start. You know, you're going through this emotional period, and it's it kind of counterintuitive. People think finances, they think emotions, but they go hand in hand. You know, um, in fact, personal finances, the issues around them are usually emotional issues associated with finances, not as much your finances themselves. So sometimes you need to step back. You need to take an inventory of where you are emotionally. Uh, and emotions can be the most expensive part of your divorce. So you do need to be careful with that. You do need to understand your financial picture. In, it's another huge piece of it. The budget, the net worth. Have you ever paid bills before? What kind of cash flow is coming in? Are you going to be carrying debt at the end of this? And lastly, I'd say you do not think, you know, that you're going to resolve everything in a minute. You've been married for five years to 50 years, whatever it is. You know, it takes a little bit of time to kind of plan it, put it together, think it through. But the key, I think, as you're navigating this, I love that word when you use this, is you want to think beyond the divorce because that's where you're going to be living when it's finalized. And so taking the planning and understanding where you are, I suggest often working with a coach if you've never gone through a divorce or, or emotional about things. But I do think that that's how you want to approach it from a higher level. I love it. And that's a really nice overview of it. And what I love that you started with is you take a step back first. So kind of getting, we talk a lot about in coaching is getting real with what is. And uh, what we may not realize is that because, as you said, we're, there's this emotional component we might be fabricating what is and what is not. And so when we work with a coach, someone like yourself, uh, we can really get into that place of looking at the reality of the situation, which is what we talk about, as you know, Hirsch, in the coaching world, into our thinking brain. And in doing so, I heard you say that we do an inventory, but I love that you said not just actual inventory of the numbers and the budgets and the what we have and the material things, but our emotional state. And I really think that's so important because where we often go is we need to look at the emotional state that we're in right now and, and what is, but we've also got to include what you talked about, the beyond the divorce. A lot of people are looking at right now, right here in this emotional state space and they miss something, don't they? They miss a lot. I always tell my clients, every single one, I will say, please remember this is not the last chapter in this book. It's the first chapter in the next book. Mm. And mm. keeping that in mind, I think, is very powerful. I Yeah, you think of a book, and it's, it's, it's not one, it's not the middle, it's not the end of the book, but you've got another story to write here. And I think that's exactly. a perfect segue for us to talk about what we're talking about today is resiliency. And as you heard in the opener is resiliency is that ability to spring ba- spring back. And, and you might be wondering like, okay, how, how are you going like bringing resiliency together with finances? But it's kind of how you were talking about Hirsch emotional and finances. You don't think necessarily go together, but what right. we, yeah, but what we want to do is realize, you know, what's going on. And that there there are more chapters for us to write, 
And in order to write that well, that story, finish it well, finish it strong, whatever terminology you want to use, then we've got to have a clear picture of where we are now and where we want to go. And so that we can write that story. And one of the things we're going to be talking about today, uh, folks, with Hirsch, um, a financial coach, is about really looking at the reality of the situation, um, but also planning not only for the here and now that future Hirsch is talking about by looking at the distance that we, maybe the gap that we need to fill. And what we don't want to have is that continual gap along the way. We talked about the springing back in resilience and we don't want to have to snap back so far, right? (laughs) No, you know, it's, a lot of people live a V shape uh, in their finances as they go through divorce. They sometimes think, I'll deal with it afterwards or, you know, something like that. And what's really happening is everything's declining down into the valley of the V, and then they've got to jump back. Yeah. But you don't have to live that life. You can start where you are, plan, and work towards continuously rising as opposed to having to really drop off heavily and then try to spring back, as you're saying. You don't have to have that always. I love that that you don't have to have that. We are at choice. We can choose to work with a coach like yourself. Start where you are. And when we come back into the second segment, we're going to talk a little bit more about those basics, things that we need to look at as to where we are, where we are in the here and now, and how that really works for us into the future and that resiliency that we can build in. We're here with Hirsch Sermon Financial Coach with Lifecycle Financial. You guys want to hear this information. It will help you spring back. There's a lot at stake in a divorce, and you want trusted and specialized counsel. Houston attorney Craig Haston is board certified by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and has more than 25 years of legal experience. And experience is everything. Craig will help you make the best choices for your family and your future. When divorce seems to be your next step, contact one of the most recognized attorneys in Texas, Craig Haston. To schedule a consultation, call 281-890-1300 or go to HastonLaw.com. A divorce can change your whole world, including your financial picture. The more you know and the better you understand your options, the more likely you are to make sound financial decisions. Learn how to build a solid financial strategy today that may help you provide greater security and flexibility in the future. Morgan Stanley Financial Advisor Gary Wolf can help. Contact Gary Wolf today at 281-362-4706 to get started. That's 281-362-4706. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, Morgan Stanley, its affiliates, and Morgan Stanley Financial Advisors do not provide legal advice. Clients should consult their attorney for legal matters. When you're selling your home, you want to wow people when they see it. Or if you're not selling and want to enhance your enjoyment of the home, consider Simple Elegance. The team at Simple Elegance, led by Mary Scally, are masters at staging homes for sale or helping you design your interior for maximum impact. Do what new home builders do. 
Call the Staging Masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and simpleelegancetx.com. If you've gone through or are going through divorce, you know it can leave you in a dark financial hole, feeling very confused and afraid. But there's hope. Hirsch Sherman is a financial coach and works with those navigating the financial decisions of divorce. Whether it's eliminating debt or creating your financial wellness, you want Hirsch on your team. Hirsch's easy process helps you see the reality of your financial situation and make better decisions. Stop the suffering and get out of that financial black hole. Contact Hirsch today. Go to lifecycle.financial. That's lifecycle.financial. You'll be so grateful you did. And folks, we're back. We're here with Hirsch Sermon. He is a financial coach. He works with people in divorce as they are getting a picture, so to speak, of where they are at. That's what we were talking about in the first segment, starting with where you are in your financial so-called picture uh, as you're considering divorce, uh, even if you're in the middle of it. Um, uh, and he also works with people as they come out of divorce, but he doesn't just work with people in divorce. He works with other people in other uh, life changes, if you will. His his company, after all, is called Life Cycle Financial. So the cycles of life. And so, Hirsch, welcome back. I'm so glad that you're here with us. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, what your company does, what you do, et cetera, and then we'll jump back sure. into the topic of the day. Yeah. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Yeah, it, it, it actually came about because of the life cycle that I experienced between elderly parents losing one in, in a heartbeat without, even under, uh, without realizing that he was ill, going through my divorce, you know, working with my mom as she was elderly. So obviously it's it's a personal name for me in that way. But really the easiest, you know, way to think about it is we're always in transition mm. and our finances need to follow us. Um, so whether it's a major life event uh, or not, really we should be having a financial tune-up and I work with people in all different situations. Mm. I love that. We are always in transition. A lot. I think a lot of people might think that that's a bad thing, but that's life. <laughs> yeah, it, I think it's exciting. It, it always gives you another opportunity to live. That's another perspective to look at it. And so if we look at this transition as something that is an opportunity, a possibility, then we can be kind of the stewards of our own ships, so to speak. And what you what speaks to right there, and I heard this loud and clear, and I hope the listeners listen to uh, catch this caught this as well and now catch it now if I can even get the words out of my mouth but I was I was so excited about it I can't say it uh the finances need to follow us and what I got in there is we don't fall we aren't following the finances and so exactly. we need to ca- take on leadership with that and that's is that what you do with people to help them kind of really kind of lead their lead their life lead their finances I do. I find in too many situations, you know, you you overbuy on a home. I know that you you've just recently had your show on, on on real estate, but you can become a slave to your assets, or you can have them work for you. And and really, that's part of the planning and the understanding of who you are financially mm. that helps you become in control of your finances versus a slave to them. Yeah. And so speaking of that, being in control of it, we often when we step into it, you and I both been through a divorce. 
And uh, we obviously we work with people going through that. And we know that when we step into divorce, we don't feel in control at all. And again, as I often say this, and I don't sugarcoat it at all, and I say that often too, is even if we think it's a challenge right now, it's likely going to be worse than it is that you even think it is. And so we really, really need to be at a place where we have those, as we talk about eyes wide open and um, really think about where are we and where do we want to go? And so what would you say is a really good place to start when we need to take a good look at where we're at? Right. So we spoke a little earlier about kind of that inventory stepping back looking at it from a high level and then honing in on the specifics. But I think part of that is also understanding your priorities and your values because that's what you want to live by moving forward and that's what you want to build your life around. So you need to understand those basic needs. Like if I'm a stay-at-home parent and it's going to take me two or three years to get into the workforce with, you know, maybe a little bit more training, excuse me, I might need a little bit more liquid cash right now. Or if I'm a career person and I've got a cash flow, I might want to look at the long term of retirement more and try to get more of those assets. So really understanding that I think becomes very, very important. And then after you've got this general view of the situation, you can start getting into the details, looking at the financial components, a budget, your housing, your spending habits, which they evolve over time. We never track them, right? When you're 20 versus 30 or 40, um, your net worth becomes an enormous one. I'll give you an example. I had somebody two, three weeks ago said to me, I'm going to come out of this with about 800000 That's good, right? And I said, well, depends. Are you spending 200000 or 20000 a year? It really all fits together. And part of that also is going to be the debt that you might come out with. Mm. So understanding all of that, but starting with your values and working down to those components and putting it all together is huge. Well, I just have to, there's a lot of things that came to mind that I want to talk to you about, <laughs> as I always do. But I, I, I just honed right in on the values because that's really where I start with clients as their values. And a lot of people might think, wait a second, you're supposed to be helping me go through a divorce. You're supposed to be helping me get, get my finances in order. And we both start with values. And uh, you're absolutely right because those values then speak to what we want today, what we want in the future, what we're willing to uh, do, choose, all those sorts of things. And it really does speak to those priorities that you were talking about. Let's look at those for a minute, because when we're going through a divorce, we may not be seeing much clearly at all. And, um, you know, with relation to those priorities, Hirsch, what maybe should we be looking at as we move through a divorce? So, you know, there's a, a lot of personal pieces to people's values. If you have children, if you don't have children, things like that become very important uh, as to what your values are going to be and, and what your priorities are going to be. I think in, that's part of that future vision. How do I want to live my life? You know, I, I wrote a blog. My very first blog after I got divorced was originally called Divorce is Awesome, Right? And I was told <laughs> you should change the title. Uh, so I put it as perspective is everything. And really what it was, was I opened up by saying my life was over. It died an excruciating death. But then I realized there's really a huge opportunity here because the chances are you've been fighting for marriage. You've been putting a lot of effort in and, and it might have been a negative experience. And there's this void of negativity that you need to fill and you can fill it 
with whatever you want. And that's the beauty of the opportunity side of divorce. But again, exploring who you are again, and maybe that's with a divorce coach. Maybe financially it's with someone like myself as to what those priorities are. And then you can fill that void with the things that make you happy and fulfilled. I, I think, you know, educating yourself becomes a big piece of that. But working with somebody as, as kind of a mirror or, or to guide you, I think, becomes a, a very valuable and, and powerful exercise to go through. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, <laughs> I was laughing because divorce is awesome, said no one ever. <laughs> right? Yes, but, I, I agree. But, I agree. But I love where you're going with it because it is really speaking to, and I'm just going to use kind of, we, we've talked about this emotional brain and this thinking brain, the resilient brain, right? Now, now, my neuroscience friends out there, we don't really have that. But as we go back to this popular topic of resiliency, and it is that springing back, it really has a lot to do about how we're looking at things. And when we look at it as terrible and awful, we're going to get terrible and awful. As you said, divorce is awesome. No, you know, it's it's changed. That's what it really is. And if we really look at that reality of the situation, work with someone who can see it for what it is, then we can make those, as you said, those decisions for today related to our priorities, related to our values, and not only here and now, but going forward. So speaking of that going forward, I think it's very important for us to look at um, the deci- to, to know rather the decisions we make today can affect us years down the road. I shared uh, and I've shared several yeah. times because I didn't have someone like you, Hirsch. Uh, Because I was kind of out there on my own. I was in the muck and mire. I was in that confusion. I didn't make some good financial decisions amid my divorce. And as a result, I kid you not, there is one component of the financial aspects that came from my divorce that is still affecting me today. I mean, I'm sure you see it all the time. Is that right? I, I have seen that often. And I, you know, I, I would say again, you know, part of it is the education. We often divide and conquer responsibilities as a couple. As, you know, as, as I see it, the majority, it's not been sexist, but the majority of couples, the husband is one managing the finances. 95% of who I work with are women who have never done this before. That's the education piece that might come in. Uh, but absolutely, if you don't understand and you don't get educated, how are you expecting yourself to make the best decisions for yourself? Right. And so what uh, we, we love to give resources here on uh, the show. And uh, obviously, I've shared um, and uh, we shared your information and you can find more about Hirsch at lifecycle.financial. Um do you have any quick and immediate tools that can help someone uh, get kind of educated in for this process or even just in general with finances? You know, I, I, I have a program actually called Who Am I Financially? And uh-huh. I run through kind of four major components of who you are financially. And it's a huge uh, approach of educating you and understanding who you are and, and sometimes doing quite a deep dive 
which not everybody wants to do, quite honestly, either. Um, you know, the one thing I do always caution people is you can be going through a divorce and you look at your neighbor who lives in a similar house, similar car, similar amount of kids, and has a completely different divorce to yours. So I would say have a good support system, listen, but make sure that you understand you are unique and you need to do what's best for you and your situation. Uh, you know, th- I think that's part of your education is learning from others, but also putting it into your world as opposed to a general world. Right. Uh, and I just love that you have a program called Who Am I Financially, whether you're in divorce, coming out of it, going through it, all of that. And so how would they find out about, about that really quickly? Do they go to their website, lifecycle.financial? Or go to yeah, your website, rather. Yeah, the best way is to reach me to my website, lifecycle.financial. There's no .net, .com, .anything. It's just lifecycle.financial. They want to email me directly. It's Hirsch, H-I-R-S-C-H, at lifecycle.financial. Easy, lifecycle.financial. We're here with Hirsch Sermon, a financial coach, and then some. You guys want to reach out to him, lifecycle.financial. Come on back. We're going to hear more about finances and resiliency. Here's today's two-minute tip. Today, I'm going to talk to you about the resources you can find when you listen to the Divorce Coaching Hour. Yep, we're going to talk about this show. Why we are blessed to have helpful guests on the show each week, all with the intent to help you as you navigate divorce. So first, let's talk about how you can hear the show. If you're a regular listener, you know that the show is each and every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on 100.7 FM KKHT in Houston. You can also listen to it online at KKHT.com or iHeartRadio. You can also listen to it via your favorite podcast app or go to KKHT.com under the podcast tab under programs and listen to past episodes. Sometimes the show gets bumped, as they call it in the media business. Uh, because of football. So that's okay. If you can't find us at 1 p.m. on Saturday, catch the podcast of the show. As of today's show, you'll have 75 episodes to choose from, and that's a lot of info for you. Also, through the end of the year, you can catch and hear the show on Saturday nights at 11 p.m. That's right, friends. You can hear the show twice on Saturdays now here on 100.7 FM KKHT in Houston. Now, let's talk about what you'll hear. You'll hear about the basics of divorce, like what we're talking about today, finances, about the legal process of divorce. You'll hear about emotional health. You'll hear about real estate. You will hear about self-care. And there are also several series that you can catch. Look for the series called Navigating Divorce. That ran uh, April 18th through May 30th this year in 2020. Also, you'll want to catch the series that ran about finances in June of this year. Also, you'll want to hear the series on children and divorce. That ran August 15th through 29th, 2020. And also one about men and divorce. That ran September 5th through October 17th, 2020. Coming up as we head toward the end of the year, we'll be talking about hope through the process of divorce. And make sure to catch the year-end show as we'll be talking about how you'll be okay. Yep, you guessed it, as you spring back from divorce. I'm here to walk with you through this process. So are my guests. If you'd like to talk to me about how to do that, you can email me at christy at christystratton.com or call me at 281-944-8043. And please keep listening each week for another two-minute tip, all to support you or someone you know who is facing or going through divorce. And please share this episode with those who will benefit. 
you don't hear the lyrics of this song, but I know them because I love that song. <laughs> and if you listen into the show, you know I love the music that we play on here. I handpick them because they have meaning to them. I love their lyrics. Most of them are Christian songs, and those really help me bounce back and uh, spring back through divorce and, and any challenges. Uh, what we're talking about today is that springing back or bouncing back, depending on the metaphor that you're using. And that song in it uh, is The Time Is Now. That's the lyrics in that song. And so The Time Is Now uh, is to really think about where you are in y- your divorce process and get real with what is. And one of the things that we're going to be talking, what we're talking about is resiliency through the process. And that is kind of, again, that springing back, or as I just said, bouncing back, depending on whatever metaphor that you're using. And and what we wanted to do is talk to Hirsch today. We're here with Hirsch Sherman, who is a financial coach, and he works with people through these, uh, you know, basically the opportunities to bounce back. So Hirsch, I'm wondering, what's the most impactful thing that we can do amid divorce uh, that can help us bounce back the furthest? <laughs> or the best way, so, rather. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love that because it's got a, such a positive energy to it of, of bouncing back. And, you know, I, I would I preface my answer a little bit by saying, you know, I mentioned earlier, our spending habits evolved. You know, when we two incomes or, you know, we've, we've matured in our career and we're earning a lot more, we may have developed some not so healthy spending habits, some you frivolous think? spending. No, <laughs> uh, and there's a few people I've run across like that, and um, you know the reality is whatever this uh, financial situation is, your income, you really have to now think there are going to be two households really kind of living off the same income. Changes have to happen. That's the bottom line, but. It can be very daunting and it can be restricting, or we can bounce back and say, I'm going to figure out how, with the limited resources relative to what I had, how am I going to live a great life? And I think the number one thing actually is probably having a realistic budget. And this sounds strange, but I, I will tell you the first thing is the scary statistic. We've just been through Halloween, right? The scary <laughs> statistic is about 70% of Households do not have any budget at mm-hmm. all. And how do you know how you're doing financially if you aren't looking at your, your spend, your income, and all of that? And I don't do them in the traditional way. I think we've spoken a little bit about this. Most people kind of say, how much am I earning? How much am I spending? You know, we can throw up a prayer and hope there's something at the bottom line. Um, I start with only your essential spend because that gives you a threshold. It gives you an education what is maybe frivolous? And, you know, I think everybody, my, myself included, we spend money, we do an experience, we go, ah, that really wasn't what I thought. Well, you know, we, we need to, again, really understand what do we want from our, our financial picture. So starting with your essentials, what is important to you and what is essential? Internet's essential. Cable, TV, not so essential, right? Um, then we're going to build around that the life that you want, your discretionary spending. And so we know, you know, we went to a movie, you know, twice a week every month when we were married. I know that that's not the biggest performance in my life. I can get Netflix for $15 a month, you know, something like that. And we can really, you know, modify how we live, but still get the joy of those things in our lives. And that becomes, I think, such an enormous way to bounce back or spring back 
and live a life that's fulfilling and enjoyable. Well, and what we've talked about several times already on the show is that perspective. And what I really, really love there is you 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 asked a question. Essentially, we're guiding people to ask this question of themselves. Um, how am I going to live a great life? And that's yeah. an that's an opportunity. That's a possibility question. When we get real, as you said, changes have to happen. Bottom line. Right. And and to not get real with that, we're living in, as I often say, hype and hopium world. Right. And so but we don't have to say, how am I going to live a terrible life because all of this? I'm not (laughs) getting this. I'm going. How can I live a great life with what I have now? And what I heard you say, we start with the essentials. We don't just, you know, hope in a prayer again type of thing. What is essential to life? And I love what you said. Build around that. Build around that. And where you went to was to modify things, not completely, you know, slash it to pieces, modify things and still get joy. Oh, that is that it just sounds like the the epitome of bouncing back and resiliency. So I, I, I like it as well because you're building the life you want and the truth is going through a divorce is not how you want to be living your life, right? You, you want to live your life. And you can build that life. You really can. I think that, you know, oftentimes we get stuck in what we call in the coaching world, the muck and mire of things. We get stuck uh, in what we don't have. Um, And what you're talking about is we can take this as an opportunity and build not only today as we get really clear on the facts and figures, our values, our priorities, what's going to work for us today then also looking into the future, what can work for us? I often say this, allowing the situation to work for us, not to us. And so I'm hearing the same thing in what you're saying is we're building into the future this uh, more joyful life cycle, lifestyle, yeah. right? And, and, and so that when other conflicts, other changes, as you said, changes are going to happen, they do, it's right. life, that we can even bounce back as we go forward. And I just love that. And loving loving that is one step. You talked about, though, that budget. And we start with essentials. Um, what tools do people need to uh, build that budget? I know when you say the word budget, often people think, Oh my gosh, scary, terrified. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I had said 70% of households, the estimate is around, around that don't have. So any budget you have is a positive step forward, you know. <laughs> Good, um, we're making headway. <laughs> yeah. You can get very sophisticated. You can buy a QuickBooks, you can, you know, but you don't have to. If, if it works for you in Excel, the tool is for you to use, not for, you know, you to kind of slave over again. So if Excel works for you and, and you're good at Excel, do it in Excel. I actually start my clients in Excel for a couple different reasons, but I start them in Excel. And if they want to go to like a mint.com or they want to go more fancy than that, they can. But it's got to be what works for you and what helps you get a grasp of who you are financially. You know where my mind goes, and and I love that you're saying what works for you, but the bottom line is, is as you go through uh, the financial aspect of divorce, 
you're going to be asked for this information. And given that you're saying that 70% of people don't have a budget, I'm going to guess, and what I, I think I know, is they don't even have their finances together. And, and so you're going to be asked for that, right? You're going to be asked for that from the attorneys. You've got to uh, outline that. So um, knowing that, first off, is sounds like a, a good second step to knowing your values, would you say? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think if you're not going through a divorce, you should know this also, quite honestly. But it's 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 an essential part of going through a divorce. You're absolutely going to be asked for it, and you've got to justify it. And if you just try to put it together in an hour without ever thinking about it, you're really not doing yourself or the process any justice. Absolutely. And, you know, I've, it makes me think um, there – you know, working with a financial coach or even a divorce coach, it doesn't mean it's this long-term agreement. If you are stuck uh, in trying to get these finances together for your initial meetings, for your mediation, for uh, the um, legalities of a divorce, then you can work with a coach like yourself to at least get the tools um, I know yeah. I have uh, tools and forms that walk people through what they need. Um, I, I'm guessing you do too. And it can be kind of a one-time overview type of thing, getting the forms, that sort of thing, because you're going to bottom line need it. Otherwise, you're really not getting a good, clear picture of where you are. I, I like that you said that because put the process aside that you're going to be asked and all of the other pieces how do you know what to negotiate for if you don't mm. know what your net worth is? Great if you question. Don't know what your budget and spending. Yeah, it's it it muddies the process and where my mind goes. And we often talk about this on the show too. Is by spending maybe an hour or two with a coach, you might be thinking, "Well, I can't add I can't add another expense to what I'm paying right now." Bottom line is, you're going to save money with working with a coach to get this together because otherwise you walk in with that shoebox of receipts to your attorney, guess who's going to, you're going to be paying to, uh, to go through all those receipts, the attorney's fees. <laughs> right? Exactly. No, I, you know, don't use your, look, the attorney has a very specific and a very vital role, but they're not your therapist. They're not your coach. They're not your financial expert. You should, it sounds counterintuitive. I think, you know, add a few people to the mix and you're going to save money, get a better outcome. It almost sounds counterintuitive, but it re, it's reality. It really is very true. It, and I've actually had somebody say to me before, Hirsch, you know, we at the last point, and he said to me, how much do I want in maintenance? And I said, I don't know. And that's not the situation you want. If you're that close, you want to be able to close it out and move forward. Yeah, we don't want to live in I don't knows going through divorce. And the you know, and not to take away from attorneys. Our attorneys are actually embracing coaches because, in fact, what we tend to do, and I advocate for attorneys, they, they're a huge piece of the puzzle. We can't do this without them for the most part. But when we work together as a team, we can do our jobs of working with people to get things organized and the attorney can go do what they do. And that's what we're talking about is really getting yourself prepared for this divorce, looking at what is so that you can craft, so that you can build. And as Hirsch Sermon shared with us, uh, is how am I going to live a great life? And that, my friends, is resiliency. When we come back, we're going to talk about final thoughts with regards to resiliency today and into tomorrow. Come on back.
The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is meant to come alongside those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and maybe even help save some marriages. Many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives, whether they are going through a divorce or they know someone who is or has. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. There are many professionals involved in the divorce process who want the very best outcome for those involved. These professionals include attorneys, financial analysts, mental health professionals, and those in the helping professions, real estate agents, title companies, churches, and those are only a few. For those touched by divorce, these professionals play a critical role in the outcome, and those going through this process need to know about them. Another goal of this show is to provide resources to listeners, including informing them about the professionals who can help. If you'd like to let our listeners know about you and your company and services, please contact us. We have corporate sponsor opportunities available. Call 281-944-8043 for more information. That's 281-944-8043. We want to help our listeners know about you and your business. Call us today to apply as there are some requirements. Call 281-944-8043. I'll say, let's wake this crowd up. And you might be saying, okay, wait a second. We're talking about divorce here. I don't, I'm not happy about this and my hands are not up. But the the fact of the matter is, folks, that we can change our perspectives as it when it comes to divorce. And as our guest Hirsch Sermon said, and I'm going to keep repeating this because it's such a great question, is how am I going to live a great life? And that may not be a question that you're asking yourself as you go through divorce. And that's a question that you need to begin to ask yourself because your life is not over. It may feel like it right now, but in fact, it's not over Uh, Both Hirsch and I are here to say, and I can't speak for Hirsch, I would say for myself, my life is way better than it is, than it was then. Um, And because of divorce, uh, I would not be a divorce coach. I say this often if I didn't go through a divorce (laughs) and I love what I do. I love working with people. I love talking to people like Hirsch Sermon, financial coach, who also works with people and going through divorce and other life cycle events. Uh, And I know he even says it on his website that he has a heart for people Uh, with care and concern. He works with people. This is our life's work, friends, and we want to help you live a better life. How are you going to have that great life? And what we're talking about here is resiliency. And believe it or not, that does link to your finances and divorce. And we have been talking about that. You have to look at your finances today. You got to get that budget together. You got to get those details together for the legal process. We talked about that in the previous segments, but we also want to look at what does tomorrow look like? And I don't mean tomorrow, like tomorrow, I mean, into the future, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. How are the decisions that you're going to make today in divorce going to affect your future? And you want them to affect it positively. So Hirsch, where do we look at in the financial realm of the divorce process or the decisions that we're making with regards to tomorrow's decisions? You know, I think one of the very misunderstood pieces about going through a divorce and your assets is your net worth uh, and what you'll come out with. But I think there's a few reasons. Number one is people don't realize that you can get creative with splitting up the assets, right? Um, somebody will say to me, well, isn't everything 50-50? And I go, okay, are you going to live on the left side or the right side of the house? <laughs> I love it when you say it, that. Right? 
you know. Um, yeah, you've definitely heard me say that because it's, I think it's, it's such a powerful illustration for people to kind of grasp the concept. But even beyond that, it doesn't have to be that I get 50% of the net worth in total value and you do. You can try to get more or you can, you know, negotiate for certain things versus other things. So I think getting creative is, is, is definitely a piece of it. But it helps in the negotiation. Again, planning ahead of time is, is a big one. And this goes back to the idea of understanding your cash flow and whether you need a little bit more cash now to build up your cash flow if you're not in the workforce or the workforce. If you, you know, in the workforce, maybe you want to give a little bit less on the liquid assets. It, all of this plays in and it, it's kind of like this puzzle that you really got to figure out. And your net worth you know, you've got a lot of different kinds of assets. You've got some that are liquid, very readily available. You've got some in retirement accounts. I'm 51. I can't touch mine for quite a while, and I've already been divorced for six and a half years. Um, or you could have a home. The home is often one of your largest assets. And I think, you know, even understanding within a category, you have a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA it's a very different individual retirement account. The tax consequences when you withdraw are very different. Um, your home, sorry, I know I'm going to hit a lot of things all at once, but your home can be your largest asset. It can leave you very cash poor if that's all you want in the end. And I've seen people who are emotionally attached to the home. And, you know, I would add that even if you can afford the home, it doesn't mean that you should keep it. It doesn't make that the best decision. Um, you know, how much are you giving up in order to buy that home? Or is it too large a home for your needs? Or are the kids leaving in a couple of years? So really understanding, again, coming back to living a value-based life and looking at what you have and what works for you and aligns with those values, I think helps you in bouncing back or springing back so powerfully. You know, the word that keeps coming to mind here is evaluating. And it, it I think often times when we're in this emotional state um, we get so stuck on what we we think we have to have uh, right here and right now and we're coming from everything in a fear-based approach and what I'm hearing you say is one the word creative and a lot of people might be going whoa wait a second creativity and divorce yeah well yeah and and so where that's why my mind went to evaluating is because when we talk about evaluating evaluating for me feels a little bit more fluid i'm going to evaluate what is i'm going to evaluate the future and that to me is it's helping us and you, to take us all the way back to segment one is that stepping back looking at what is and then Let's work with someone, even if you're not working with someone, hear this show, lay things out on the table, so to speak, even if you're a visual person, you got to lay it all out or write it all down. Somehow look at what all the financial aspects are of your financial estate, your marital estate, and, you know, maybe just make an agreement with yourself. I'm going to evaluate this. There's no right or wrong answers right now. I'm going to be what? Hershey used the word creative. And I'm going to develop a plan, as you've said, I'm using your words, planning. Um, I'm going to develop a plan that can work today and into the future. And there's so many different parts in there. Speaking of those parts, though, this is my recommendation to those listening. And for me, this is not my area of expertise. 
uh, finances, not something I'm great at. That's why I went to a person like Hirsch. And when we're in our emotional brain, it makes it even worse. So I would say really very much, you know, take this information, think about it, get that budget together. Even if you've got to, you know, you heard Hirsch say, uh, get those essentials down, start out with that Excel spreadsheet, you know, whatever that may be, or, you know, you know, reach out to her. She's got that uh, program. Who are you financially? You can go to lifecycle.financial. That's uh, easy enough, lifecycle.financial, and he'll work with you. Um, and, you know, great resources there for you. A wonderful, as I said at the very beginning, a very uh, an, uh, simply a wonderful resource. Hirsch, we've got a, just a few minutes left in the show. Uh, any final thoughts? Yeah, you know, I... I, I think sometimes we complicate issues more, but there are definitely quite a few moving parts to life. Throw in, you know, global pandemic and going through a divorce. It no, that doesn't complicate more. things at all. <laughs> what are you talking about? So, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I would come back to, it's not anything new that I'm saying, but I would just come back to really focus beyond the divorce, financially, emotionally, physically. That almost sounds weird for some people. But again, live your values see what your values are, look beyond, as that's going to be the life you're going to be living after this is finalized. Such great um, advice, suggestions. Uh, My mind goes to kind of come back to center, right? And if you're talking about that bouncing back or springing back, that is even in your mindset, you know, coming back, looking at things. If you do that, you will be able to be more resilient through this process. It takes an op- it, it takes that slowing down and looking at things. It takes reaching out for help. And that's what, you know, myself as a divorce coach, uh, I, I work with people to think about things like this. I call myself your thinking partner. But you do the same thing, right, Hirsch? Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. you're looking at, you're just working in the financial realm, helping them look at what is. I'm looking at, you know, the thinking part of it, what is, and working with them along the process of the divorce. We we work hand in hand uh, for certain. And that's what all my guests do here on the show. We're here to walk the path with you, to provide you that information. Hirsch hit on the word education a lot and that understanding and you know, there's a lot to know when it comes to finances. And so whether it's you're working with a financial coach like Hirsch or a divorce coach like myself, you know, ask these questions of your attorney or whomever else you're working with. Uh, maybe it's a divorce financial analyst, et cetera. So Hirsch, thank you so much for joining us again today. Always a pleasure to be. I appreciate the time. Yeah. It, you always add so much to the show. Uh, so very helpful you know, folks, both Hirsch and I've been there and we we come again, as I said, we come to this with our hearts for you. We're here um, serving people as they're walking through this. We know how hard it can be. And I want you to hear that. We understand that. But we've learned and it can be harder than what you think it is. So, folks, thanks for listening today and for continuing to listen. It's my prayer that this show helps you or someone in your life 
You can find us at the divorcecoachinghour.com or you can email me at christy at christystratton.com if you want to learn any more about this. You can also add us to your podcast library and please rate, review, and share us or find us on Facebook at the, the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton. Thank you for listening today. I'm Christy Stratton and I can't wait to be here with you each and every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on 100.7 FM, KKHT, The Words.